Two reactions with Levy and Matt Nichols here today to join me. We're going to do our English project, Postmodernism. We got three sources we're going to touch on today. Eternal Sunshine, a movie we watched in class. We got Donald Trump, an article about him being a postmodern president. And then finally, we are going to end off with City of Glass, a book we read in class. Nichols, you ready to go? Yes, sir. All right, let's get going. First, Eternal Sunshine, initial sh- initial thoughts, Matthew. Great. So, I mean, you know, this this film, it was it was a bit tough to, you know, follow and everything, but I yeah. think overall we got we saw that true postmodernism feel from it, and you know, it it was different, but that's was the main goal of it. But when you really, you know, get look into it and go deep into it, we really saw the fact that, you know, even though you try to like, erase somebody or you lose somebody, you know, that might still be there. There's not there's not never fully gone. And you know, when we look back and we say, you know, like if we look back in our lives at least and say, you know, like, how does that make us feel if we're losing somebody? You know, like, we look back, we look, find the good. We find, you know, these strong things. And I think that you would agree that one person that we're, you know, really thinking about right now is Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You know, the loss of Kobe Bryant. But he really brought, brought so much good. And, you know, he wasn't amazing. You know, he had some bad in his life. He was hated Sexual for Sexual assault a case. Yeah, of course. Yeah, some but, bad. you know, I really think that people... When, when someone's lost, they feel the good. And a lot of people that didn't necessarily know him, you know, were, you know, deeply destroyed from the loss of him. And he, because he truly revolutionized a lot of, you know, whether it be sports and then family life too, where you see the, you know, his relationship with Gianna and the rest of his kids. But I mean, he is, he's not necessarily ever really lost. Yeah. And I think this movie, like, was really related to postmodernism because it brought out a different side of what we usually don't see. Like, we'll experience death, but we never see that forgetting of someone like if you forget someone and they come back to life yep. and they stay in their lives mm-hmm. and that that's a that's a creative topic and that's why it relates to postmodernism and it makes us think in different ways like if we were to lose someone right now that you were very close to how would you be affected i thought eternal sunshine did a great job of diving into that i thought i thought it really made me think throughout the film yep, so number two uh we're going to dive in donald trump there's an article from the new republic about uh He's America's first postmodern president. Nichols, you want to dive into a little, a little bit about that? Sure. I mean, I guess we can, you know, directly, you know, focus on his presence on social media. One thing that we've never really seen before regarding, you know, his, his basically all of his communication is through Twitter, which is obviously something that it's not only has it never been seen before, but it's something that was never really expected or, you know, seen normal as, as you know, being the president of the United States. You know, they're obviously the president is held to, you know, much higher standards than, you know, the regular person mm-hmm. in the country. But, you know, it makes him seem almost more human like and it's just, you know, he's just another user on, on a social media platform to where it's very, you know, down to earth. And, you know, I guess just the fact that, you know, he's I, you, Matthew, you can go into the fact that, you know, he has nicknames for people. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, so he, I think he looks at we look at a president and I think we looked at the Barack Obamas, the Bushes. I, th- I think we looked at them on a hill. And now I think Donald Trump has tried to cut that hill, whether it be for good or whether it be for bad. He's brought a more human approach with the use of Twitter, with the new use of nicknames. He calls his candidates Little Mike. I mean, (laughs) Pocahontas. I mean, all these new nicknames. No one's ever seen it before. And he did that in 2016 with Crooked Hillary. And it actually paid off for him, and he won. And I -hmm. I think people really uh, gravitate towards that because you can see... You can relate to that. He's like, that's my president. He makes nicknames like me. Like, 
so, some people relate to that. Some people want a more presidential figure. Of course, yeah. I think that's what some people want, but the good or for bad, that's why Donald Trump has extended the ways of thinking of how we campaign for president. And then finally, we're going to hit on City of Glass. It was a book we read in class. Confusing again, because it's postmodernism. Yep. I think it brings in a lot of elements. You want to dive a little deeper? Yeah, well, I just think in regards to how, you know, why this is all confused, it's just the fact that, you know, these ideas are so much so different. It's just not, you know, our regular way of thinking. And it's just something that it really takes a lot for us to, you know, fully wrap our head around. So, I mean, I guess when we go into City of Glass, we're just going to talk about the fact that, you know, main character Quinn just took on a whole lot of identities. And, you know, the way he, you know, kind of went through that can kind of be, you know, taken back into our own lives. And, you know, yeah. I guess we can, since obviously the two of us will both be going to college next year, Mm-hmm. You can just talk about how college has, gives you the ability to you know, reshape yourself and possibly you know, find a new identity. Because, you know, obviously, it's a whole new scene. It's a whole new different, type, different types of people. And it gives you the ability to you know, almost, in a way, change your life, whether it be friends, hobbies, all these different things. It's truly a, a great change that is you know, going to obviously change the rest of your life. And I think uh, also with, with that, I mean, you saw Quinn. He took on a new life while he was being a uh, guy that is Paul Auster, or yep. he's a writer. I mean, you can see that in a more liter- like a liter- like a more figurative way no, no, in the I book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of but now, in the real life, I mean, you see it where, for example, you play baseball, right? And in baseball, you need to be the leader. You're with your coach, you've got to be a leader on the team this year, and you've got to step up. But with your friends, you're a much different person. You're more funny, joking. It's just a different type of personality. I think Quinn really embodied that throughout the whole book. And again, it brought us to a new level of thinking where we're not just thinking of one person at all times. We're different people for different functions of life. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think you can really see, you know, even though Quinn was taking on these different identities, you could really see the the real person he was. And I think that that can kind of go back towards myself in the sense that, you know, I can obviously have these different personalities and different, you know, ways I act in these, you know, various situations, mm-hmm. yet I really, you know, see what I am at, at the root, and, you know, the person I really am is what's going to end up coming out, you know, in the long run. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. Two reactions, Levy and Nichols. Thank you for having Enjoy. me. Enjoy.